I'm Nate. I'm one of the pastors here at Harvest, and, uh, and I'm really glad to be here with you this morning. Go ahead and open up your Bibles, if you have them, to Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22, that's on page 777 in the Bibles that you have on the back of the seats there, if you're using one of those. This morning, we're going to be talking about relationship with parents. Awesome. <laughs> that, that, wasn't, that did not sound exciting. Like, awesome, right? We're going to get to talk about your relationship with your parents. You might be like, uh, why is this old dude talking to us about relationship with parents? All right, well, believe it or not, uh, I actually was a teenager at one point in time. All right, I haven't been this age my whole life. And, and when I was a teenager, I had a lot more hair. And, uh, but, but I can actually remember my teenage years, all right? I'm not so old that I've forgotten all of it. I, I started uh, middle school. I went into student ministries in the year 1988, 31 years ago. Yeah, that one actually hit me as being a long time ago. Uh, I, but I remember, even though it's been 31 years, I remember the unique struggles of the teenage years, particularly in regards to relationship with parents. It's hard sometimes. Uh, so I've been a teenager, I survived by the grace of God, and I'm also a parent. I have three kids, one of them is in middle school. I'm not gonna point her out. So I'm in this unique place to kind of talk to you guys, both from the perspective of someone who was previously a student, and now from the perspective of someone who is a parent, and a parent of a student. And here's the thing, uh, your parents are actually in that same place. They have that same perspective. They too, at one point in time, were teenagers. And now, they're parents of teenagers. As I was preparing for this morning, I asked two questions in preparation for the day. The first one was this. What would I want my teenager to know about parenting? What do I wish that my teenager knows about parenting? And then, and then I asked a ton of other parents and grandparents, okay, some of them yours, that same question, okay? And here are the top three things that parents want you to know about parenting, okay? We're gonna start with number three first. Uh, it's hard to be a parent. It's hard to be a parent. I, I know you might think it's easy work. I know you might think that all we do is just give you all the chores around the house and then we go relax. We do that a little bit. But it's, it's hard, right? It's, it's the hardest and most rewarding work that we've ever done. Uh, why is it so hard? Well, one of the reasons it's hard is because uh, is we're sinners, all right? Parents are sinners, okay? And, and students, you're definitely sinners. <laughs> all right, we're, we're all sinners. We're all imperfect people in process of becoming more and more like Jesus and learning how this relationship should work and how it should be pleasing to the Lord. So be, be patient with us. It's hard work. Okay, so it's hard being a parent. 
Second thing parents want you to know is uh, we don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what we're doing. Now, a lot of times we pretend like we do, but we really don't. Uh, We might get better at it along the way. We might improve a little with each child and make fewer and fewer and fewer mistakes. Sorry, oldest kids, you get all the experimenting. Okay, but we're just trying to do the best we can and not mess anything up. Uh, We worry, we question, we overthink every single decision that we make as we're raising you, and we're gonna make wrong decisions. Give us the benefit of the doubt. We're trying to figure this out with the Lord's help. So it's hard being a parent. We have no idea what we're doing, all right? And then the top thing that parents want you to know is this. Uh, We love you. We love you. We love you more than you'll ever know or understand until maybe Maybe the Lord allows you to have kids of your own someday. We'll die for you. Right? We, we want you to love Jesus and love others. And we lose a, a ton of sleep praying for you and thinking about you and thinking about how to parent you. And, and we're not trying to ruin your lives no matter how it may seem at any given moment. We want you to succeed in this life and, and thrive. And listen, we love you even when you don't love us. We love you. So three things that most of your parents wanted you to know. It's hard being a parent. We have no idea what we're doing, and we love you. Second question that I asked myself in preparation for today was this. Um, What would I want my teenage self to know from Scripture about being in relationship with my parents? Okay, so if I could go back time machine, 1988, and talk to my awkward teenage self covered in denim from head to toe. <laughs> like, what would I want to open up the word of God and tell to myself about being in relationship with my parents? And that's where we're going with these next three things. So three characteristics of a God-glorifying relationship with your parents three characteristics of a God-glorifying relationship with your parents. The first one is love. Love. Look at Matthew chapter 22. Uh, We're going to start in verse 34 there. Matthew 22, verse 34. It says this, but when the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together. And, And one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question in order to test him. And he said, teacher, uh, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, well, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind, right? Deuteronomy chapter six from last night. You shall love the Lord your God, heart, soul, mind. Verse 38, this is the great and the first commandment. And the second is like it. 
You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. First characteristic of a God-glorifying relationship with parents is love. Uh, Your relationship with your parents is not primarily about your relationship with your parents. Your relationship with your parents is primarily not about your relationship with your parents. Ultimately, it overflows from your relationship with God. All right, Pastor Cody talked all about this last night, so I'm not gonna go too far down this road, but, but you cannot expect to have a good relationship with your parents without a relationship with God, right? A, a relationship with your parents that is, that's characterized by, by love, that is pleasing and glorifying to God starts here. It starts with him. If you want it, to improve this relationship with them, you have to start with your relationship with God, loving him with heart, soul, and mind. And then, and then what? Verse 39 says what? Then you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So if you're walking with him and loving him, it will overflow in love for others, in love for your neighbors. You... You can't love the Lord with all of your being and, and hate everyone else. Like, it, it just doesn't work. Like, if you love him, you will overflow from that relationship into love for others in obedience to him. And you'll desire that others will have relationship with, with him also. You'll be like, he's, he's my savior and he loves me and I love him and I, I want others to love him too. And so I want to introduce them to, to his love through the way that I love them. You're like, okay, well, who's my neighbor so I can start loving them? <laughs> well, it's, it's everyone around you. And in fact, your closest neighbor at this point in your life is your parents. See, God has uniquely placed you into this parent-child relationship. And it's, it's an opportunity for you to love well and to be loved. Okay, you've been placed providentially, sovereignly by the Lord into their lives. You are not here by accident. You may be like, well, okay, they're my closest neighbor. How, how do I love them? What's this passage say? It says you shall love your neighbor, how? As yourself. As yourself. How do you naturally even care for you? How have you been loved? How do you want to be loved? Love like that. Love your parents like that. Right now, although your parents are your neighbors, uh, it's, it's a unique neighbor relationship, isn't it? It's unique in that God has placed you in it and entrusted you to them for a time. You're under their authority, and so, so there's some clear ways in which you ought to love them, even specifically as a child, okay? And that's what takes us into the second characteristic of a God-glorifying relationship with parents, and that's humility humility. 
So first characteristic was love. Second is humility. Go ahead and turn over in your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 23. Proverbs chapter 23. It should be on page 511 in the Bibles there on the back of the seats. Second characteristic of a God-glorifying relationship with parents is humility. What is humility? As you're turning, biblical humility. A guy named C.J. Mahaney, he, he defines it this way. He says, it's a right assessment of yourself in light of God's holiness and our sinfulness. Okay, humility is, it's a right assessment of yourself in light of God's holiness and our sinfulness, okay? Uh, Humility is simply uh, not being proud. (laughs) The absence of pride, that right view of yourself, not according to you, okay, but according to scripture in light of who God is and who you are and redemption found in Jesus Christ. Uh, Proverbs chapter 15, it's not the proverb you turn to, but Proverbs chapter 15 says this, says the fear of the Lord teaches wisdom and humility comes before honor. The fear of the Lord teaches wisdom and humility comes before honor. We all want to be honored, don't we? We want to be esteemed and valued and heard and especially as teenagers you have that desired like listen to me value me okay even treat me as equal okay and here in proverbs it's saying yeah that all starts with the fear of the lord that starts with the proper awe and respect for god yielding and submitting to him as creator of the universe and savior and king it starts there right honor will come Humility comes first. So the first aspect of humility in this relationship with your parents is this. Humility listens to parents. Humility listens to parents. You're in Proverbs chapter 23. Look at verse 22. That's where we're going to start. Proverbs 23, 22. It says this. Listen to your father who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is old. Listen to your father who who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is older. Listen to, this is heed, pay attention to, obey the father that gave you life, okay? Your proper posture in relationship with your father is one of Humility, okay? And then what's it say about your mother? And do not despise your mother, okay? This do not despise, it means don't treat her like she is worthless or beneath you. Don't treat her like she's worthless or beneath her. Don't despise her. Instead, instead what? Honor, listen to obey your disposition towards your parents should be one of listening okay we've all heard Ephesians Ephesians chapter 6 where it says children obey your parents in the Lord why for for this is right honor your father and mother so that it may go well with you you've you've been placed 
in your life by God, where you're at by God, with the parents that you have, in order to be under their authority so that they can protect you and love you and teach you and care for you. And you're to be humbly yielding to them and listening to them ultimately out of reverence, out of respect, out of awe for the Lord. Uh, Rebellion comes naturally to us, doesn't it? Like we're just naturally bent towards rebellion. We're bent away from humility and towards pride. We're bent away from uh, anything that's biblically submissive and yielding. We're bent away from all of these God-ordained relationships in our life towards rebellion. I, uh, I got stopped by a police officer the other day for a minor traffic violation. Minor, okay. Uh, those of you who know me know that I, I used to be a police officer. And so for me, it's actually really, really difficult to be stopped by other cops. Um, my pride wells up inside of me because I'm like evaluating what they're doing. I'm watching it. I just want to say, do you know the things you could be doing instead of stopping me right now? Like, seriously, I rolled over the white line. Are you kidding me? There's real work to be doing. There's donuts to be eaten. I can make that joke. <laughs> All right, like, it just wells up inside of me, that rebellion. It's like, oh, like, really? And I hate that. And I was like, why is this welling up inside of me? And the simple answer is it's just, it's pride. I want to be in control. I want to be in charge. I don't want to yield to someone else. And so I want to push back against that. God's way for you, God's way for, for us, it involves submission. Ultimately, submission to him. And for you, at this season of your life, uh, submission to your parents. Uh, Listening to your parents, honoring them, obeying them is the way that God has for you. It's it's pleasing to him and, and beneficial to you. You're gonna look more like Jesus as you honor and obey your parents. It's going to cultivate in you humility and Christ-likeness. And it's God's design. Right? You'll enjoy him most during this season of your life as you walk in obedience to him and yield to and listen to your parents. Humility listens to parents. Next, humility learns from parents. Humility learns from parents. Back in Proverbs, verse 22, listen to your father who gave you life. And do not despise your mother when she is old. Verse 23, buy, this is acquire, obtain, get truth, and do not sell it, hold tight to it, never relinquish it, buy wisdom, and instruction and understanding. From who? From the Lord. How? Through my parents. Okay, your parents have wisdom and understanding and instruction that you 
need. Okay, even if they, I'll say we, <laughs> aren't the smartest people in the world, they have years of experience on you that they can offer you. Um, I thought about my parents. My parents are about 22 years older than me. Uh, that means they've lived about 8,000 more days. They've worked 6,000 more shifts at their job. With the median income in our area, they've earned like $2.5 million more than I have. They've rented homes and owned homes and they've been to 1,500 more worship services and they've had thousands of more relationships and sicknesses and losses of loved ones and you could go on and on and on and then there's the fact that they have walked with Jesus for 22 years that I haven't. They have a, a friendship with the Lord that I need to learn from. Your parents have experienced a lot more life than you have and than I have. And we need to learn from them. Uh, newsflash, uh, we are born as babies. <laughs> yeah. And then we get older, don't we? Like God designed it that you were born as a baby. You, you don't, you're not born with a job. You're not born with kids. You don't have a, a mortgage. You're not born leading a Bible study, okay, unless you're boss baby, all right? So, so therefore, the Lord has designed for us to be born knowing nothing, like, we eat and poop, right? We know nothing. And then he's designed that we grow up into knowledge and skill and wisdom. And that starts with our parents raising us and pouring into us. This is a formative time of your life in relationship with your parents. And the Lord has set aside in his perfect design this special season for you of learning in humility in order to prepare you for your next season of life. When you will have a job, maybe a marriage, probably a mortgage, and hopefully you'll be leading a Bible study and making disciples. Slow down. Learn right now in humility as you listen to your parents. Take your time, humble yourself, and prepare, prepare. So three characteristics of a God-glorifying relationship with your parents, love, humility, humility that listens to and learns from your parents, and the third characteristic of a God-glorifying relationship with your parents is, is joy, it's joy. Proverbs 23. Back in verse 22, it says, listen to your father who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is old. Acquire truth, get truth, don't sell it by wisdom and instruction and understanding. Verse 24, the father of the righteous will greatly rejoice he who fathers a wise son, a son that is 
buying from him wisdom and instruction and understanding will be glad in him. Verse 25, let your father and mother be glad. Let her who gave you birth rejoice. There is a great joy to be had in this relationship. You were, you were actually meant to enjoy your parents and they were meant to enjoy you. Okay, this can, this, this relationship has the potential to be a relationship that you treasure and continue for the rest of your life and even, even into eternity, okay? Right now, in this season, your relationship is unique, okay, with your parents, with their authority over you, okay? But hopefully later in life, when you're no longer under their immediate authority, there could be an amazing, God-glorifying friendship with your parents. But that's cultivated now. How you choose to be in relationship with them now will have a lot to say about how you are in relationship with them in the future. So now, you are cultivating that as you yield to God's good design for this relationship. Don't be so eager to be an adult that you miss all the amazing opportunities right now to be young and to enjoy that and to enjoy your parents. Adulting will come soon enough. The bills will come soon enough. Enjoy this time now. You don't know how long you'll have your parents for. You don't know when the Lord will choose to draw them to himself and bring them home. So take this opportunity. Cherish this time. And, and listen, let them cherish it too. Okay? So, three characteristics. God-glorifying relationship with parents. Love. Humility that listens and learns from, okay? Enjoy. Enjoy. You might be here and you might be like, well, what if my parents don't love Jesus? What if they're, what if they're horrible parents? Okay, now that's, you gotta be careful there. It's really subjective. But what if they don't? They don't love Jesus. What do I do? Couple things, couple things. First, first thing, pray. Pray. Listen, you, you were never meant to be in right relationship with your parents in your own power, ever. You were never meant to do this relationship by yourself. The Lord has tasked you with this responsibility and he will, he will give you the means to accomplish it and to thrive in this relationship by the power of his spirit, okay? So cry out to him for help. Uh, walk with him and depend on him and, and pray for strength and perseverance for yourself and then pray for your parents, right? Pray that your parents, if they don't love Jesus, that they would turn from their sins and place their trust in him. Pray for your parents that they would grow in their relationship with Jesus if they do love him now and pray that they would have the wisdom to raise you to love the Lord. Pray a lot over your parents. I look back when I was a teenager and I don't think I ever once prayed for my parents. Oh, 
you would be soaking your parents in prayer daily, crying out to God for them. Pray. My parents don't love Jesus. Second thing, point. Point. Point them to Christ. How do I do that? By doing all of these things we just talked about. Right? Love. Love God and love them. And then humbly listen to them and, and respect them and learn for them and enjoy them, okay? You, you can't control your parents' actions towards you. You can't. You can control how you seek to glorify God in your relationship with them in spite of their actions, okay? So love, respect, yield, learn from, enjoy them in a way that they see Jesus. How amazing. If your parents could look at your life and the way that you're in relationship with them and they could see Christ through it. That's beautiful. And you can allow your life to preach the gospel to your parents while you're praying for them in hopes that they would love him this that they would love him too. So pray, point, last thing. My parents don't love Jesus, what do I do? Uh, person, person. Uh, find a person. Find someone older than you, maybe someone that's your small group leader, or student ministry leader. Find someone who loves the Lord and loves you and watch them, learn from them. Spend time with them. Look at their example. Ask them questions. Follow them as they follow Jesus. Take every opportunity you can as you are walking in right relationship with your parents. Find someone who you can learn from and grow in your walk with Jesus by watching them. Listen, in this life, uh, you're not gonna be perfect in your relationship with your parents. Your parents are not gonna be perfect in their relationship with you. Now don't remind them of that. <laughs> but humble yourself before the Lord. Grow in your love for him. And then love them. Listen to them. Learn from them. Find joy in that relationship as you learn to love Jesus more and others and others. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this time with these students. Uh, Lord, I'm so grateful uh, this week. These passages of Scripture really convicted me in my even current relationship with my parents and how I am continuing to love them and learn from them and find joy in relationship with them even as we are adults and it looks different, Lord. Uh, thank you. Father, I just want to pray for these students. Um, Lord, it's hard being a student. It's awesome and yet confusing and 
sometimes possibly stressful time of life when they are growing and changing and seeing the world through new eyes and learning and trying to figure things out, Lord, I ask that you would be with these students. Lord, would you help them to love you more? Would you open eyes to see how beautiful you truly are? And would you make them more like yourself? And as you do that, Lord, would you help them to see the importance of yielding in the relationships that you have put into their lives and loving their, their parents and learning from them and finding joy in, in this relationship? And would they, would, would they, by your power, Lord, be able to love their parents really well? Father, as I know there are There are students in this room who have parents who don't love you. Would you provide them opportunities to live out and proclaim the good news about you to their parents? And would you work marvelously in those relationships? And it, would you, by your grace, even allow them to, to walk their parents into relationship with you and that we would hear miraculous stories of you softening hard hearts and opening eyes and causing people to turn from their sins and place their trust in you because of the witness of these students in this room as they testify to your beauty and your worth and your value and live that out in this relationship between them and their parents. You are awesome, Lord. Thank you for salvation. In Jesus' name, amen.